The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. I'm putting myself on for what today? The reason why is because the Swain event today almost didn't happen. The reason why the Swain event today almost didn't happen because yesterday I was doing some work uh, outside of, of my home and there were some old wires and cords that were being ran um, along the, the, the roof of the house by the previous owners. And um, I got tired of looking at them. I got tired of looking at them. And it was time to clean it up. It's a pretty day outside. And so I'm getting rid of old AT&T wires and cords and things like that. Like, who has a, a, a landline these days? Uh, who has, you know, I don't have, some people still have Dish you know, Network and uh, Direct TV, but I don't have it. I stream. Um, so I'm getting rid of all that stuff. And... Like, I'm, I'm flowing and going, Ben. I mean, getting it done. And all of a sudden, I just stopped. Stopped in my tracks. I was like, wait a minute. Yo, this looks too clean. Did I disconnect the wrong cord here? I come back inside. I look at uh, the, the streaming computer, the monitor, and it says connecting. <laughs> when it's connected... There's a timer that goes off and tells you how long, you know how long you've been connected and all that good stuff. So you know, like when internet's not working up in here, you know. So I come inside. It says connecting, and my kids, my kids, uh, after I picked them up and, and came back home, the first thing they noticed when they came inside, turned on the TV, was it's like, Dad, the TV's not working. What's 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 wrong? I was like, the internet, ain't fixing the internet. Just, just, just chill out. But, um, yeah. So I disconnected the the the, the, the cord on accident, and um, but they were awesome. Came out, got it fixed, got it handled. I was about an hour, about forty five minutes late for picking up my middle school kid. <laughs> um, but hey, she had a phone and she had ear uh, headphones. She was good to go. Uh, to wait 30, 45 minutes should be all right. But I was like, man, I'm a big dummy. What am I doing? So I'm giving myself a four. Mm-mm-mm. Yep, it happens, man. I do have a, uh, a couple of for what I would like to mention. We mentioned the Dabo Sweeney comment yesterday on the show, and he was discussing the transfer portal. And said it's chaos right now. Salty. Tampering galore. Salty. Adults manipulating young men. Yeah, that's what he Education is like the last thing right now. And he called for the return of one year sit for transfers and get that year back upon graduation. Keep the focus on graduation and education. I I do agree with Dabo that things are out of control right now. It is. He's absolutely right. It is. But he, he looks like a buffoon. He he looks like a hypocrite. 
Uh, just and you detailed it yesterday. Go back and listen to the podcast yesterday if you want to hear Swain going on Dabo. But he he has benefited from cheating. Not not that we one thousand percent know publicly, but there have been plenty of signs that would lead to us to believe that Dabo has been cheating. So uh, Dabo needs to sit down and shut up. And I do think Dabo gets more hate for his comments than he deserves, Swain. Because I like something needs to change. Like th- this can't continue. For 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 sure. And you know how it is, though. I mean, um, you get you get build up. They build you up. You new you new guy on the block. I remember when Irv Meyer was was coming over from Utah to Florida, and he was built up. And then when you hit the top, they they tear you down. And Urban has given people plenty of reasons to do it. But you know, it was it was all cute. Dabo, country, goofy self, um, when he was in the pursuit of a championship, when he won his first one, and and, and then you know get to the mountaintop. All right, let's 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 knock him down. And I, I do think you know he gets a lot more hate than he probably deserves. But man, he sure sounds like an idiot sometimes. He does. He really does. He does. Like, I mean, I'm with him. He he's saying these things because he doesn't like what college football has become, and I'm with him. I, I talked I, about it earlier yes, this I'm week. I talked about too. it last week. I don't like what college football is becoming. The whole it feels like professional sports, and I am I am one that I love professional sports. I I, I love my Grizzlies, and I watch every game and watch the NBA. Yeah, you better catch up to me, son. I just want to see where you are. Clemson Booster said, if basketball would operate like football, we would land at Zion. Tell you all you need to know. Exactly. But I, I, I like the NBA. I love the NFL. I love Major League Baseball. Like, I, I do watch professional sports, and I realize that all college sports fans and Tennessee fans aren't that way. Like, my parents love college football and watch Tennessee football and Tennessee basketball and Tennessee baseball, anything Tennessee, because they love – the University of Tennessee in Knoxville, but they, they don't have those same feelings for professional sports. They they like professional sports. They'll, they'll watch Alvin Kamara if he's on TV or other former Vols, Juwan Jennings, Trey Smith. Like They'll tune in and, and they'll watch them, but they're not like super gung-ho professional sports fans, and I, I know there's a lot of people like that that listen to the show that, that are Tennessee fans. And although I enjoy professional sports and don't have a problem with the difference in college and professional sports, it is starting to feel like a professional sport at the college level. Mm-hmm. 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 No doubt. No doubt. All right, let's um, we'll get to the phones, but let me share with you today's promo from Action Two Four Seven, Tennessee's only legal sports book. Follow them on Twitter at TNAction Two Four Seven. Today's Special is connected to the bowl season because bowl season is here. Bet $30 on a college bowl game and get a $15 free bet just because Action 247 loves you. That is the promotion for today as bowl season gets kicked off. Remember, use the promo code Swain Event and get 100% match on your first deposit up to $800. Now, the promo tomorrow, Ben. Tomorrow is the one I can't wait to play. It is the in-state hoops showdown promotion. Tennessee Vols hit the hardwood against Memphis Tigers. 
Who covers the spread? That's the question. Bet $50 on it, and you'll get $3 for every three-pointer your team hits. So whatever team you bet on, you bet $50, you will get $3 for every three-pointer. And so if you feel like Tennessee will cover, and um, I'm going to log in here and see what the line is. I got to log in here and see what the line is. While, play uh, this thing. while you do that. What would you think of uh, Jordan McRae, the Orange Mamba, and John Morant stamping Kennedy Chandler? You see uh, Overtime tweeted out Kennedy Chandler's highlights so far and his stats, 14 points a game, five assists, two steals, 47% from from the field, 40% from three. And uh, John Morant quote tweeted that tweet and said lottery. Mm-hmm, I saw it. And then uh, Jordan McRae, the Orange Mamba, an hour ago said he's nice. Oh, I saw. I love it. Uh, we do have some breaking news. You mentioned it earlier in the show, but I guess now it's official. Former LSU quarterback Max Johnson headed to Texas A&M. Interesting pickup there. What is that line? I'm, I'm curious what's, to see what the line is. I, the, I would imagine. Let, let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. I would imagine Tennessee is the favorite. I'll say Tennessee is. I don't. I think it'll be a small favorite. Uh, neutral site, so no real advantage there. Tennessee's been the better team, but Memphis has more talent than Tennessee. Uh, so I'll say Tennessee is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Mm, still trying to pull it up. Give me a minute. Oh, Swain. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Who's on the phone? Turkey Man, good morning. Hey, good morning, individual. Good morning. Hey, I, I just uh, keep on keep you long. Uh, just wanted to let you know that I uh, hope you guys have a great weekend. By the way, I did figure out uh, Swain's problem I talk about taking all that technical stuff he tore down <laughs> well you know uh, uh, in 2016 that's when I joined uh, Twitter and I, I, I come from flip phone to an iPhone and all the way through so it makes sense that he he butt dials me when, when he's in trouble I did so butt dial yesterday yeah and call me who you gonna call you gonna call Turkey Man cause he got all this technological going that he that he they can help you with. So I'm glad, man, that, that when you're in trouble, you call me. That's right. I love you, buddy. See you, I'll man. See you Much love. Eight six five two hundred fifty five zero three. Oh man. Oh boy. You gonna say anything? I'm waiting on you to tell us the line of the basketball game. <laughs> I'm still trying to find it. <laughs> I'm still trying to find it. Like I see all the games for today. I'm, sure, I'm trying to find the games. Well, for, actually, for it tomorrow. may not be. It may not be out yet. Actually, because I think with basketball, they don't release until 24 hours before. So I think that that is that does make sense because on ESPN, is there's no line either. Yes, that that would be why. They also you asked about referees earlier. Who they don't. Got? They Who don't. Got? Who we got? Referees? Who we got? Yeah. They don't announce refs until the day of to prevent tampering and, and things like that. No, we can't tweet at the ref. Be like Kentucky fans and find out what the ref, what kind of business he owns and post bad reviews. That's 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 what we do, like Kentucky fans. Turkey man. See, might say he loves you, by the way. I don't get just a for what. I get a Fred Sanford for what. 
you big dummy. Dude, as soon as the, as soon as the Comcast guy walked up, I was like, I'm dumb. Don't be so hard on yourself, guy. <laughs> I was like, man, I, oh my gosh. But it was an easy, it was an easy fix. Easy fix. Easy fix. So we all good. See, I'm, I'm letting y'all make fun of me. Somebody did me say, I have a landline. When power, powers, uh, when your power goes out, it's more reliable than cellular for security systems. So there it is. Got DM saying I got a landline. All right, let's go back to the phones. Who we got? Dave Tona. Dave Tona, good morning. Good morning, good morning. How's your cocktail doing this morning? Oh, uh, man. Delicious. It's, it's, it's wonderful, man. Yeah. <laughs> can, uh-huh. Can't you tell? Uh-huh. Swain needs to catch up to me. I'm almost out. The Swain's finest. Got, Swain's got like three-fourths hey. left. Hey, man, I'm not in college I'm, anymore. You ain't going to hype me up. I'm a tank, baby. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't college, man. You're not hyping me up. Come on. Come on. Come on. Catch up with me. So, nah, you good. Swain, Go ahead. Swain, I was going to tell you, Ben's a little quieter when he has a cocktail. You ought to give him one more often. <laughs> that just shows how much you don't know about me because <laughs> – I already talk too much as it is without alcohol, and when I get alcohol in my system, I can't stop talking. Yeah, I'm the yeah. opposite. I'm like, I go to sleep. Oh, I get sleepy, yeah. but I just, I just say even <laughs> dumber things than I do when I when I don't have a drink in me. Dang, that's a lot. Wow. At least I can admit when I say dumb things. You should try it one time. <laughs> I just have been doing doing something dumb. Uh, yeah, I was talking about Swain, but you too. But we also know that everything that you say is dumb, Dave Tona. <laughs> What is the what is the word I'm not allowed to say? Because I think I got another one for Ben. Oh, there's a lot of words you're not allowed to say. But I know it's I'm one you probably won't want to say. That list. I'm gonna have to get that list. Hey, you can't be saying those words, man. Your, your son's a preacher. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> got hey, him. My, my son, my my son's the preacher, not me. Mm-hmm. Uh, You're so a follower of Christ, though, Dave Tona. Stop. What's that? Go, Daytona, go. The announcement of this LSU quarterback, that's – I mean, I thought that he was leaving LSU because of possibly competition. But, I mean, he's going where Haynes King is. Exactly. Well, I think he's leaving LSU because it's a new coaching staff. And that other quarterback, I think the one that started this year, I seen early this morning – that uh, he's he's coming back to LSU. Yep, Miles Brennan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They told. I said this earlier. I mean, yeah, Dabo is right. Like he's kind of chaotic and it's crazy. But that that's that was kind of fun yesterday. Like seeing how all that unfolds, seeing where quarterbacks were going, and you know Max Max Johnson and Miles Brennan playing against each other next year. Like it's kind of it's kind of fun. Yeah, it is. Uh, and, and and I like I like Dabo, uh, but Dabo really does need to. You know, it's sometimes it seems he's talking out of both ends. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, it's it's I don't know I don't know. Hey Ben, are you going to Pittsburgh this weekend? I was going to, but as of an hour ago, my plans have fallen through. One of my uh, buddies that I was going to make the trip with is. Uh, is under the weather and and really not feeling good, so um, I'm not going to be able to make it, unfortunately. 
Okay, I'll be up there New Year's Eve for the Monday night game against Cleveland. W. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to jump off. Y'all have a great weekend. And uh, love you guys and enjoy listening to the show. Appreciate you, man. Have a good weekend, my friend. Vaughn Birmingham says, nah, Ben, Dabo deserves all of the smoke. He has been cheating like crazy, and now he's crying because the playing field is not even. He makes $10 million a year and doesn't want his players who earn him that money to get anything. Hey, Vaughn Birmingham, you ain't nothing but you ain't nothing but preaching the word this morning. Them players helped you get that bag, and you don't want them to get a little bag, like a little sandwich bag, not even the one that, that zips up, the one that just folds over. You don't, they can't have a little bag? Like a little small bag? Like a grocery bag? Can't have a little one? All that out recruiting of Alabama and Georgia and Ohio State that you did, Debo? You 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 want to believe that you did that on the up and up? Some kid was like, Yes, Alabama and Georgia offered me a hundred thousand dollars. But I did. I declined it because I want to play for you, Dabo. I want to come to Clemson for free. <laughs> no, we know what's going on. Stop, Dabo. You ain't fooling anybody. Just stop. Just stop. You can make good points about how things need to be, you know, adjusted, and I I agree with you. But don't be going too far. Talking about some education. This used to be about education. Eh, when's the last time it's been about education? When when you was playing for Alabama under Paul Bear Bryant? That's when it probably was about education. The real D from the 423 says, I need to give you a for what, Ben, for showing up to work in children's medium shirt sizes. Uh, you do know that they make adult sizes. That shirt is not it's not tight on you, it's loose actually. XL, big boy. You just don't have guns or a chest like I do. It's not my fault you have a little Tweety Bird chest, and I got a gorilla chest. Take your L. Real D from the 423. Want to give our thoughts and prayers from Dave from the 423. Uh, he said he hasn't been able to listen much this past week and that he needs some prayers because his his daughter's been in the hospital this week, and uh, he would like for us to, to pray for him. So, Dave from the 423, we definitely We'll uh, keep you and your daughter in for our sure. prayers this weekend. Yeah, hope sure. uh, hope she gets better. For sure. Uh, Big Willie style, hyping up Mac. Preach, Mac. Mac's phone call earlier talking about Memphis and Bronny. Uh, JL on, on the on the uh, YouTube um, comment section says, Can you imagine the NIL money LeBron would bring to surround Bronny with the best basketball players while he was here? Ooh, 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 ooh. JL, man, that's a really good point. That's a really good point. Hey, speaking of that, hey, Barstool, don't y'all like coming to Knoxville? Don't y'all like Tennessee? Y'all liked our pizza. Man, y'all liked our pizza. You, you, you had your little fake coach, Coach, what's his name? Coach Chubbs or Flubs, what was his name? When Peru was Doug, there. I think. What Doug, Doug? Yeah, Dougs, Air Dougs. Had folks really believing Coach Peru got fired. <laughs> you remember that? Yes. Video game, national champion. Barstool is all up on Tennessee. Hey, uh, Barstool, we ain't going to get us one of those five stars. We like to have what they, what they're, we want to enjoy the fine things in life like Jackson State. Come on, Barstool. Let's go. 
We know y'all love Tennessee because Tennessee fans show y'all love and get, help y'all with some publicity. Publicity. Come on and show some love in return. Some what? Publicity. You sure you haven't drank a lot of that? Actually, I haven't at all. Uh, I have. I'm. I, I'm. I'm I... Hey, man. <sighs> drink it so loud. Thick throat. 865-255-03. Hour 3 is powered by Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. We'll get back to the text box. Taking your phone call. Don't go anywhere. Be right back. Hour 3 of the Swain event is brought to you by the Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help. Is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. Hello, is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. What are you doing? Calling around to get the best rate on a car loan. Why? Everyone knows Alcoa 10 is the best choice to purchase a vehicle or refinance your current loan. And with low interest rates and 90 days to your first payment, it's a no-brainer. You can even apply online and sign all the documents from the convenience of your home. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Alcoa 10 Credit Union. It's so easy. Go to ATFCU.com for details. Rates are dependent on credit score and equal housing lender. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42ST.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss PRP, platelet-rich plasma. If you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder pain, knee pain, Achilles tendonitis, or tennis elbow, you should give them a call. Good to be back, Jason. We specialize in non-surgical orthopedics, so we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints, including rotator cuff injuries, knee injuries, and elbow and foot problems by using ultrasound-guided injections with PRP. And this form of treatment helps stimulate the body's own reparative process and assist in the healing of damaged tissue. Doc, what makes your training different than others? I've been practicing in Knoxville for over 26 years, and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. They've been the leader in this form of treatment since 1983. I also teach this form of treatment on a national and international basis to other physicians, residents, and medical students. Here in our clinic, I'm the one doing the procedure, and we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you, so you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. 
Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done, and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, East Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. Fellas, when it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do, though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the NN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year to keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you. Because when you look good, you feel good. Go to Mark Nelson Denim. If you want to get in on the conversation, call the Iris Network's hotline at 865-200-5503. Grow your business with Iris Network's high-speed fiber internet. irisnetworksusa.com Tennessee Alumni Tailgate taking place December the 30th, the day of the Music City Bowl. We'll be at the Old Red Restaurant from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. You can find out more information at alumni.utk.edu. Surprise guests from VFLs. Looking forward to seeing everyone there. UT Alumni Tailgate right before the game December 30th at the Music City Bowl. So uh, for more details, go to the website alumni.utk.edu. Ben McKee, Jason Swain, live here from the the Low T Center studio. All right. Let's check out the text box. With Florida only signing 10-ish players, how much has the gap between Florida and Tennessee closed? I think it's hard to not look at what happened this this offseason with recruiting and not say that the gap is closed a little bit there. But it's not even about better players. It's about a mentality that needs to change with Tennessee, believing that they can beat Florida. Our players believing and making the plays when they're right there. You know, Tennessee was right there in that football game. But one drop pass, the team fell apart. Couldn't handle adversity. Couldn't bounce back. And that was an early test uh, in the Josh Heupel era. And they got better and grew and learned and got stronger as the season got along and was handling those situations a whole lot better, responding. But, yeah, I mean, there's going to be some closure in that gap. Tennessee recruiting the way they did, and Florida's a lot of their players hitting the transfer portal and having guys decommit and go to other schools. But um, I will, I'm not going to sit here and say that just because of what just happened, Tennessee should you know flip the script and be dominant the next couple of years. I think Tennessee should win this game coming up this year against Florida. But how many times have we said that? 
Well, I, I think it's even too early to say that just because you don't know what additions Florida is going to make in the transfer portal. What if another Spencer Rattler, a better Spencer Rattler, what if a Jalen Hurts becomes available in the portal and they go out and, and get that quarterback? What if what if Anthony Richardson becomes what a lot of people think that he is going to become? So I, I just think it, it's hard to make any, not picking on you or signaling you out, but I, I think it's just hard to make uh, that proclamation at this point about any team just because we're in the offseason right now. This is a, a professional offseason of free agency for the next two to three months, and teams are going to add players like Alabama adding Elias Ricks. What if Florida goes out and adds five or six different types of Elias Ricks at, at different positions? Then Florida's team is going to look a whole lot different than it than it does right now. So I, I, I think it's too, too early to, to say one way or the other whether Tennessee should should beat Florida. The problem is, like, even though Josh Heupel is going into his second year, Tennessee was so far behind culturally, which I do think has been solved. But even from a roster standpoint, Tennessee was so far behind from a roster standpoint that one offseason isn't going to fix Tennessee's roster issues. If anything, to me, like with, with Tennessee having a good offseason – of roster additions and and Florida now starting over, it kind of makes it even for me just because that's how far behind Tennessee was from a, a talent standpoint, a depth standpoint. And, and even still, Tennessee's going to have talent issues at certain positions and, and depth issues across the board. And, and now it's just like Florida kind of is, is at that same level. I look, I look at Hendon Hooker coming back. I look at a lot of pieces coming back and um, – being in the second year, I, I get the Florida's going to have plenty of opportunities to sell to guys in the transfer portal, but you're playing at home. Um, you know, I expect Tennessee to win. Today I picked Tennessee to win that. If I had, to I, won't, it, I won't say I pick. I just expect. Well, you you just picked without picking. I expect them to. I expect them to win. That and you expect them to win because you think <laughs> that they're the better team as of today. So that that is picking mm. the game essentially because you're going to pick the better team. Mm. I just, expect, I just, I just feel like you know Tennessee should, should, should get it done. Um, but it's early. You're As right. of today, I, I mean, I, I would, ex- I, right now, I think it's fair to expect Tennessee to win that game, a home game, and not year one of a coach. But I, I, I and this is a larger offseason conversation. I want to have at a, a at a later point. I, I'm worried that because Josh Heupel had had so much success year one, more success than than we anticipated that that is going to to cloud the judgment of what year 2 should look like. Like Tennessee's not going to go from 7 and 5 to to 10 and 2 just because Josh Heupel it really exceeded expectations and I'm of, I'm afraid that for some that there will be unrealistic expectations for year 2 just because Tennessee far exceeded expectations in year 1. The the best way to look at this is is there should be an improvement on this year. Mm-hmm. Like, you shouldn't be going backwards because I think the schedule will be more favorable. You're not going to play against a super senior team with a with the number one quarterback on the draft board and Kenny Pickett. You're not going to play against an Ole Miss team that, you know, made history, winning 10 games in the season. 
now you are going to pick up a, 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 a LSU team that's going to be in their first year of Brian Kelly. We'll see if that's good or bad for Tennessee, but I think the schedule is more favorable for Tennessee next year. I expect Tennessee to be better record-wise than they are this year. And I'm not saying 10 or 9. I'm just saying it should be better. That's what I expect. Um, not far off from 10 by that standard. Well, hey, 8 in the regular season is better than 7 in the regular season. Yeah, I'd, I'd be, and I'd be also be curious to see. Uh, I think the SEC East is getting better. Missouri is getting better with the talent that it's bringing in. Still should be there. I'm not saying that you shouldn't. I'm not saying that you shouldn't. I, I agree with you. Tennessee should beat Missouri and South Carolina, but it's still a fact that Missouri and South Carolina have gotten better. Kentucky is getting better on top of them winning nine games this year. Georgia is what it is. Florida got better by getting rid of Dan Mullen. Tennessee is getting better. So uh, a, a lot over the last couple of years, and this is more so the point that I was trying to, to make, is that the, the East hasn't even been in the same conversation with the West, and I think the East is starting to pick up with the West. Mm-hmm. Because – and you can make the case that Vanderbilt is getting better. Boy. So – like, you done. You done for the day. What? You, know, you, you ain't having any more drink. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You done for the day. Uh, what? What team? You are cut off. Serious question. What team in the East is trending in the wrong direction right now? I mean, Georgia. If if they they lose to Michigan, you, you could you could somewhat say that just because of another year of Kirby coming up short, and I I could see a real scenario of. Like, uh, it really affecting Georgia if it comes up short again? Because you, you've been selling all this stuff for several years now, and, and you continue to come up short. Hey, man, if we already in front, and we take 10 steps, and the people we in, in front of, they take 10 steps, we still ahead 10 steps. I don't, I don't care about South Carolina. I don't give a damn about Kentucky. Well, I don't give a damn about Vanderbilt. I'm with you. I don't you. care about Missouri. They can get better because we getting better, too. My, my point was more about the SEC as a whole and not a Tennessee-specific point i just like the east is getting better it is like there, there's not a team trending in the wrong direction right now in the east there's not i am i'm not disagreeing with you on that at all there, there's not really one in the west either the, the right now because of coaching changes and fresh starts there there's not a i mean i guess brian harson I, I wouldn't say he's trending downwards but i I don't know that I would put a, a green arrow upwards either. I, I'd kind of put just like a, a line. I think he's just kind of stagnant right now. But, it, like, even in my opinion, he deserves grace. I mean, he's taking – it was just year one after taking over for overrated Gus Malzahn. Nelson, SEC's tough, man. Nelson from Jackson says, Ben got that gorilla chest. That's right. Like Andy. That's right. Vaughn Birmingham says, Justin Ross didn't leave Alabama for free. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. Dabo said so. Um, the promo with Action Two Four Seven, Tennessee, inside Tennessee. Yes, sir. Zach W says Barstool. We will take Will Anderson. Vol <laughs> uh, fan says the best part uh, about the NIL is that the money goes directly to the players before that money was funneled to adults connected to players, but I doubt the players ever saw much of it. That's a good point, Vol fan. That's a good point. 
DC five says Swain Phil Ben's cup up. This is getting good. Been cut off. To my Vanderbilt getting good. Done. Is Vanderbilt better today than it was when it fired Derek Mason? Mm, no, they're the same. What, what, would you put an <laughs> upward arrow or a downward arrow next to Vanderbilt's I name? I put the arrows going this way. No, you wouldn't. S- sideways. <laughs> they, if, they're still the same. Why? I bet you you they, know why they're still the same, Ben? Because they're anchored down. And when you anchor down, you don't go any damn where. <laughs> That's why. They will be better than 2-10 and 10 next year. It may be 3-9, and nine, it may be 4-8, and eight, but that is an upward trajectory because that's, that's just where they were. They went from 0-10 to 2-10. To me, that, that is getting better, right? If you go from winning no games to winning two games, it's getting better, right? Are you done or are you finished? Am I right or am I right? Man. You, gotcha. You cut off. That's what you are. Gotcha. From zero wins to two wins. That is an upward trajectory. Off. That means he'll win four games next year. <sighs> My goodness. 865-255-03. Hour number three is powered by Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Guys, take advantage of their promotion right now. Offering convenience of monitor self-inject at home testosterone treatments. They're just $155 a month for self-pay. Or covered by most health insurance. They ship directly to your home. $155 a month. Self-inject treatments. And will ship directly to you. It first starts with the comprehensive health assessment. Got to get those levels tested, guys. Got to find the numbers. So if you're feeling tired, feeling grumpy, uh, you're gaining weight, losing muscle mass, it may be because of low T. So get that checked today. Go to their website, lowtcenter.com, reinventing men's health care. Got about a segment left here <laughs> on, the, on the program. Uh, Lower on Twitter. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I love you, Lower. You're awesome. Evil says, today's shield was brought to you by Jack and Ben. <laughs> All right, Jared. All right, Jared. We got you. We got you. We got you. ETSU. ETSU. It's three and nine. Really better, though. SCVFL says, Florida is trending down. No, they're not. They got rid of Dan Mullen. They brought in somebody that can recruit. They got a five-star despite everything that they've de- dealt with the last month and a half. Florida's not trending down. They're, they're trending up now that they got rid of Dan Mullen. Mad County Vols says, can we please lock Uros back up this Saturday and let Brandon Huntley have field get his minutes, please? That's what I want to see. And a more aggressive Falky. Yes. 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 Brandon got uh, Uros' minutes on Tuesday night. He, Brandon was the first post player off the bench on Tuesday night. I expect that to continue. John K., I want to see Falky come in with a ball fist. Kappa Man 3 says, man... We have no dogs. Inside is the problem. I agree. Gotta have, gotta, hey. You ain't gotta be a dog, but you better bark like one on, on tomorrow. You better bark like one. You better pretend like you won tomorrow. Make Memphis think there's some dogs in this house. Make Memphis think that someone let the dogs out. You know I got a song like that. that. Anyways, Swain Event, Fuel by Daddy and Barbecue. Be right back.
I'm Vince Moore, wide receiver, VFL 1991, and you're listening to The Swain Event. If you're coming to Knoxville and need a place to stay, do yourself a favor and book a room at Hampton Inn Paper Mill, also known as the Hampton on the Hill. This award-winning property is literally in the top 5% of all Hampton Inn properties. The GM, Stephen Lawrence, is a good old local boy who grew up in the business around Knoxville. He and his staff are always available, always willing to help, and will go above and beyond for their guests. The newest Hampton Inn in Knoxville has clean, affordable rooms, flat screens, fridges, and microwaves in every room. Plus, breakfast is included in every rate. Not to mention, there's also a pool and fitness center on site. If it wasn't so close to amazing restaurants, bars, and shopping, you would never want to leave. At only six miles from campus, you're still right in where the big orange action is. Go to HamptonInn.com, search Knoxville, and book your room at the Hampton Inn Paper Mill. Or call 865-693-5400. Out-of-town law firms have been swarming into East Tennessee lately. Firms from Memphis, Chattanooga, and Birmingham have stormed into the area. Wouldn't you rather do business with a local law firm? You know, a true neighbor. Marcos Garza and the pros at the Garza Law Firm are just that. They are our neighbors and friends that support local causes year-round. The Garza Law Firm works to serve you professionally on criminal matters, injuries and accident matters, and Social Security and disability filings. The Garza Law Firm is here for you at GarzaLaw.com. The Garza Law Firm, let us help. Fellas, when it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do, though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the NN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year to keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you. Because when you look good, you feel good. Go to MarkNelsonDenim.com. At Iris Networks, we know that business communication solutions are critical to your success. Since 1998, we've been helping businesses in East Tennessee by providing reliable and affordable high-speed fiber internet and voice solutions. That's why Iris Networks is your Tennessee communications partner. With internet speeds up to 100 gigs and work-from-anywhere solutions like mobile apps, video conferencing, and file sharing, we make sure you can stay connected to your customers and great communities we live and work in. Iris Networks, because just like you, Tennessee is our home. Time for around the SEC. Ben McKee, Jason Swain on a beautiful Friday. I mean, it's beautiful now. Stop raining, so it's beautiful right now. But it's always beautiful on Rocky Top. Always beautiful in East Tennessee. Ben, what do you have for us for around the SEC today? Several talking points. We'll start with the Jaguars because defensive line coach 
Tosh Lapoy is headed to be the head coach, or not the head coach, but be with new Florida head coach Billy Napier, be on Billy Napier's staff. Yet some of y'all think that uh, Billy Napier is worse than than Dan Mullen. That's a that's a that's a y'all reaching. That's a great hire for Napier. That's a great great. Higher and remember, Tasha Poy was Alabama and got caught up in some recruiting stuff and had to. And that's the difference between Nick Saban and, and some of the coaches. You know, when there's recruiting um, improprieties, Nick just gets you a job at NFL, lets it cool down for a little bit. You get out of town, let let everything die down, then you can come back to college. But you know, maybe you with someone else. And that's what's happening with with, with Tosh. There was remember talk about. Pruitt bringing him in, bringing Bo Davis in as a defensive line coach. But the block was too hot. The block was too hot. So couldn't do that. Now enough time, I guess, has passed to where Bill Napier is going to bring in Tasha Poy. And Tasha Poy is really, really good recruiting. Um, he's even better when he's able to drop a bag. I know all the eyeballs will be on him because he's had – a track record. So, but he's a really good recruiter. Uh, he's been in the NFL coaching, so I'm sure he's at, he's improved as a position coach at the defensive line. This is a huge get for Billy Napier. This is a great hire. It is. And speaking of Florida, redshirt junior quarterback Emory Jones is planning to enter the transfer portal in the upcoming days. And? And what? And? I don't know. He's going to play. He's planning on playing. And he's planning on entering the portal. Who like how's that gonna work? There there was another player that announced that yesterday. I can't I can't remember who it was, but somebody else is doing that as well. That's that's weird. I know like I know today these players don't uh, you know, they don't they don't have any emotion. One one player can go from Alabama to Tennessee, Tennessee, Alabama, and no LSU, one LSU Alabama. Like no LSU Alabama, like no one's gonna feel a certain type of way. They're like, Oh, whatever, just play. Like so annoying. Yeah, it, it it really is. But it's where we are right now. It is where we are. Speaking of what you were talking about, uh, Elias Ricks is the player going from LSU to Alabama. Elias Ricks. How do you do that? One of the best corners in America. He was at LSU. Coach O guy, so he's in the portal. And he is going to Alabama. And many view Elias Ricks as the top cornerback in the 2023 class. I'm with you. How do you do that? Arkansas wide receiver Darren Turner, a former four-star recruit, is in the transfer portal. Uh, Jimbo Fisher had a great quote on Paul Feinbaum a couple of days ago. Said that there were a lot of NIL deals going on before all of this was going on. They just weren't legal. Mm. Nobody told anybody. Mm. (laughs) Uh, Who said that? Jimbo. He right. He and he was involved. He right. was part of it. Definitely. <laughs> That's why he knows. It takes one to know one. That's right. Definitely uh, part of it. South Carolina quarterback Jason Brown is in the transfer portal and will pursue another school to be a grad transfer. Goodness gracious. I mentioned on Wednesday the four-star linebacker that committed to South Carolina and then flipped on signing day to Maryland four days later. Shane Beamer was asked about this at his press conference on Wednesday and said that, quote, can't say it's a surprise. 
the young man you're referring to apparently well he's he quoted the young man you're referring to can't say it's a surprise and then he said uh he committed on saturday and 10 minutes later beamer got a call that said quote just so you know it's all part of the plan and he's going to flip on wednesday so this four-star linebacker that went to maryland barnum can't remember his first name purposefully committed to south carolina so he could flip on national signing day to maryland Oh, that's great. Oh, uh, I would never want that player on my team. Like, oh, if no. you're Maryland. You're playing too many games. Like, and you know that this kid is doing this. Why would you take him? Because you're desperate. Because no. You, I you don't stink. Ca- you stink. I don't care. You stink. You need, you need some players. That's why they, remember when they got the linebacker, yeah. Terrence Lewis? They, it didn't really work out for him. Um, you shouldn't be a head coach if you think it's okay to bring in that kid. Chris Lowe um, was told, according to his Twitter account, 17 hours or so ago, that uh, that it's not going to happen about Tasha Poy going to, to Florida. And uh-huh. there's, there's some talk now about him um, going to Oregon and being on Dan Lanning's um, staff. Remember, Tasha Poy was at Cal, um, had some success on the West Coast. So um, that, makes, that makes sense, too. So... The point is that Tasha Poy looks like he's coming back to college. Yes. After a, I won't say a ban, but a real strong push for schools not to hire him just yet. So, looks like he has his eyes set on getting back to college. I think he's crazy. I think he's staying in the pros. Yes, I would agree. Although the Jaguar staff getting blown up, so maybe go ahead and take a job now while you can. Auburn safety Ladarius Tennyson is transferring to Ole Miss, another interconference transfer, and that's a interdivision transfer as well. That, but but Auburn's been beating up on Ole Miss for a long time. The one Still that weird. the one that's, that that don't make sense to me is LSU to Alabama. Yeah, Ugh, you're right. That don't make sense to me at. All. You're right. You are right. Uh, Kentucky received good news a couple of days ago when Mark Stoops said that Brad White, the defense coordinator, is choosing to stay at Kentucky. Brad White had been rumored to be the leading candidate for the LSU defensive coordinator job. And then Mark Stoops said earlier this week that he is going to remain at Kentucky. So that's big news big win. for Kentucky. Big win. Yep. Arkansas defensive back Jalen Catalan is going to return for another season in Fayetteville uh, before getting injured this season. He was on his way to an All-American season for Arkansas, but again, he was injured, and and that is huge news for Sam Pittman. Uh, A&M running back Isaiah Spiller, he's off to the NFL. He'll be one of the first running backs off the board. And uh, that's that's what I've got for you. I I do have a Purdue note that we need to mention this week. Should have mentioned it earlier in the week. If we did, I don't remember us doing so. But uh, George Karlafitis, the defensive end, who is a projected first-round pick, he is not going to play in the bowl game. He has opted out of the bowl game. And David Bell, the star receiver for Purdue and soon-to-be NFL receiver, he will not play in the Music City Bowl either. So uh, Purdue's two best players will not be playing in the Music City Bowl. Dude, you know that defensive end is like projected to be a top-ten pick? Mm-hmm. Crazy. 
I wouldn't play either if I was him. Man. I think he made a great decision. That was a great decision for sure. And Cade may play in this game. If his ankle feels good enough is what he said. I think he's unplayed. We'll see. It's a lot of time that's passed. It's already been, what, three weeks since the team has played? Well, and he didn't play in the last game. So he's had a month. It was the the opening series of the South Alabama game, right? Was it the South Alabama game? Or was it the Georgia game? Was it the... It wasn't Vanderbilt. He he just did not simply did not play against Vanderbilt. South Alabama. Because that was the game he played before... Vanderbilt. Yes. It was like the opening series, opening play. I think it was South Alabama. He always get hurt at the beginning of the game. Or was it Al- or was it Georgia? Because it, it was like on a, a play that didn't even need to happen. Let me go back and check my game notes. That was Ole Miss. It was the, the play that didn't count? Mm-hmm. That was against Ole Miss. That, that, that time. He, he's been hurt twice. Yeah, he Cade, played. He played against Georgia. He did not play against Vanderbilt. I think it was a South Alabama game. Yeah, South Alabama game. So he hasn't. He hasn't played since November the twentieth. And you still have almost a month. Thirteen days left before Tennessee plays. He should be well rested. Yeah, he should play. Should I don't know. Like I said, I'm he, just saying. I, I'm just saying should. He has a built-in excuse to opt out. Nah, not if he come back. Correct. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I wasn't necessarily a huge fan of his comments the other night on Tennessee Prime. We talked about him earlier this week. I I I think maybe he overvalues his worth and and, and I hope that he comes to a realization. Because I, I think that college football players feel like the money is almost like a salary. And not actually based off what you are worth. I'm a fan of I'm a fan of his comments. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I'm a fan of his comment because I like that players know that they have worth, and I'm okay with him overvalue you know under overvaluing himself. I'm cool with that because I think you have to shoot for the stars. Uh, I'm 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 okay with that. Now it did come across as, hey man, you give me seven hundred fifty thousand dollars, I come back. That was a little weird, but. It didn't bother me too much because I don't. I just don't think that's going to happen with with him. I just, I just don't. I hope it's over six figures, but that's like, like that's almost closer to seven figures. I just don't see that happening for for him. He's not a quarterback, and I haven't seen it happen for anybody in in, in college football get that type of bread, play, not playing quarterback. Now I think he can capitalize and make. You know, some good money and be very successful if he decides to come back in the NIL arena. But seven hundred and fifty grand, nah, I believe that when I see it. Tennessee winning tomorrow? Damn right. Damn right, Ben. I hope so. Whew. I'll say Tennessee wins sixty-nine. Oh, nice. Of course. To fifty-nine. Sixty-nine to fifty-nine. And Rick Barnes, when they're walking through the handshake line, just going to slug Penny. I mean, sit down, Penny. He ain't going to do that. Slug him. Walking through the layup line. and. He ain't going to do that, man. 
Rick has moved on. And then Kennedy's going to slug Tyler Harris so, and Alex Lomax. He's going to beat the it's, entire. It's, it's going to be a melee. And, and Uro's going to come in with a fine kick. No. RKO, RKO somebody. Mm-mm. He's going to go full on Serbian on somebody. No, that, that, that's, a, that's a battle you don't want to start and expect to win. You better keep it the basketball. Urosh is the last person on either team I would want to fight. Tennessee wins. I don't have a score prediction for you. But I think Tennessee wins, and uh, I think it's going to be a great game. I think Memphis will not play as well as they did against Alabama, but they won't play as bad as they uh, did in those four L's, and uh, we'll get a good basketball game. Looking forward to it. We'll be here Monday morning to talk, to talk about it all. Swain event fueled by Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. For Ben McKee, I'm Jason Swain. Peace and love. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. Peace and love.